0: It's Tuesday, and you know what that means. It's a new episode with the Murder Bucket Podcast. Good evening, Murder Bucket family, and welcome back to Tuesday. We are catching up tonight with a True Crime News Corner episode because we were not able to do it for May or June. We aren't going to be doing our week-slash-weekend recap tonight as I don't really have anything interesting to tell you guys. Life has just been super ordinary and nothing interesting has happened. I do have some upcoming information to share with you as there will not be an episode coming out on August 1st as I'm going to be at the beach. We are going on a family trip with my dad and his wife and their kids and my brother and his wife and their kids. So I'm going to be relaxing instead of putting out an episode gonna have my toes in the sand, possibly an adult beverage, chillin' by the ocean, and just having a fantastic time. So anyways, let's go ahead and get started with tonight's episode, and we have True Crime. True True crime. Corner. Corner. True Corner. Corner. True the bodies of Jeanette Mayo, 59, Holly Guess, 35, Riley Allen, 17, Michael Mayo, 15, and Tiffany Guess, 13, were among seven bodies that were found at a rural Oklahoma property during a search for two missing teens and a convicted sex offender. Ivy Webster, 14, and Brittany Brewer, 16, were also found. Their bodies were found during a search near the town of Henrietta. Ivy and Brittany were reported seen traveling with the convicted sex offender when they went missing. A gunman killed one person and injured four others in a mass shooting in an Atlanta Medical Center waiting room. The suspect was apprehended following an hour-long manhunt. Texas police have identified 34-year-old George Alvarez as a driver who plowed into a group of people near a migrant shelter. Eight people died and 10 others were injured. Police initially charged George with reckless driving but later added eight counts of manslaughter and ten counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. A mass shooting happened in Allen Premium Outlets in Allen, Texas. Nine people, including the shooter, were killed. According to police, 33-year-old Mauricio Garcia was a far-right extremist. He had online writings that discussed how he was self-radicalized, adopting and promoting white supremacist, neo-Nazi, and incel ideologies. He also posted hateful comments against women, Jewish people, and racial minorities in the lead-up to the attack. He had tattoos with fascist symbols including SS lightning bolts and a large swastika. A jury found Donald Trump liable for sexually abusing advice columnist Jean Carroll in 1996 she will be rewarded $5 million. In 1994, Patrick Brown was convicted of raping his six-year-old stepdaughter after he pleaded not guilty. Over the last 20 years, however, his stepdaughter has insisted that he did not rape her and repeatedly asked the DA's office, which was under former administration, to review the case and prosecute the actual perpetrator. The current DA opened an investigation and found that the evidence corroborated the stepdaughter's account and asked the court for rectification. A judge vacated Patrick's conviction, and he was released from prison immediately after 29 years. Corey Richin's husband was found dead in their home last March. A year later, she published a children's book titled Are You With Me?, about navigating grief after the loss of a loved one. Investigators have now charged Corey with aggravated murder and three counts of possession of a controlled substance with the intent to distribute. Investigators believe that she killed her husband with a lethal dose of fentanyl. Former FBI agent Robert Hansen, who spied for Soviet and Russian intelligence services against the United States from 1979 to 2001, died on June 5, 2003 at the age of 79, at the United States Penitentiary Administrative Maximum Facility in Florence, Colorado. Four children aged 13, nine, four, and one were found alive after 40 days in Columbia's Amazon jungle after the plane that they were in crashed on May 1st. Their mother and two pilots were killed. Their bodies were found at the crash site by the army, but it appeared that the children had escaped the wreckage and wandered into the rainforest to find help. The children belonged to the Witoto indigenous group. The sibling's grandmother stated in an article, I am very grateful, and to Mother Earth as well, that they were set free. A New York grand jury indicted former U.S. Marine Daniel Penny in connection with the subway chokehold death of Jordan Neely, He was initially charged last month with second-degree manslaughter over the train incident. Fifteen people were killed in Manitoba, Canada after a semi-trailer truck hit a small bus that was carrying a group of senior citizens on their way to an outing at a casino. Ten other people were treated at a nearby hospital. A 30-year-old American man is still in custody after he pushed two U.S. tourists off of a bridge in Germany, leaving one dead and another injured. The suspect began attacking the younger woman. This is when the older woman came to her aid and was then choked by the suspect and pushed. The suspect then attempted to sexually assault the younger woman before pushing her. The younger woman died from her injuries. Chad Dorman has been charged with three counts of aggravated murder after deputies found him at the scene of a triple homicide at his home. He allegedly lined up his three young sons, aged three, four, and seven, and then executed them with a rifle. This was a planned attack. All three boys were found shot and unresponsive in the family's yard. Hunter Biden has been charged with federal offenses related to his tax and business dealings. He has agreed to plead guilty to two misdemeanor offenses related to his filing of federal income taxes. He is also charged with a felony firearm offense for which he agreed to enter a pre-trial diversion agreement that allows him to avoid prosecution. Daniel Joseph Rodriguez of Fontana, California, was convicted of conspiracy and obstruction of an official proceeding, obstruction of justice, and assaulting a law enforcement officer with a deadly or dangerous weapon during the January 6th attack. He was sentenced to 12 and a half years in prison. In addition to his prison sentence, U.S. District Court Judge Amy Berman Jackson ordered another 36 months of supervised release and for Rodriguez to pay $2,000 in restitution to the architect of the Capitol and $96,927 to the Metropolitan Police Department for damages to Officer Michael Fannin. Russia's Moscow City Court refused to release Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Dershkovich from pretrial detention. They rejected an appeal from the American journalist who is being held on espionage charges. Authorities have not offered any evidence to support their allegations against Evan. The U.S. says he is being wrongfully detained and must be released immediately. Evan's parents traveled to Russia to hear the decision, and they were able to briefly see their son and talk with him through an opening in the glass and metal cage. Brian Koberger, the man accused of murdering four University of Idaho students in November, has been charged with four counts of first degree murder and one count of burglary. Prosecutors have decided to pursue the death penalty against him. An Amtrak train carrying almost 200 people struck a county water truck and derailed in Southern California, critically injuring the truck's driver. Fourteen people from the train were taken to the hospital with minor injuries. The former resource officer at Parkland High School, Scott Peterson, was acquitted on seven counts of felony child neglect, three counts of culpable negligence, and one count of perjury. State prosecutors accused Peterson of ignoring his training and doing nothing as 17 people, including 14 students, were gunned down at Douglas High School in what remains the deadliest U.S. high school shooting ever. His attorney argued that the then-deputy didn't enter the school's 1200 building, the site of the attack, because he couldn't tell where the shots were coming from. Officer Wallace of the North Myrtle Beach Police Department pulled over a white Jeep after she saw it skip a red light at an intersection. When Officer Wallace approached the vehicle, she saw a woman behind the wheel as well as 29-year-old Collins Xavier Manning Bates in the passenger seat and she noticed that the driver appeared distressed. When Collins wasn't looking at the driver, the female silently-mouthed help-me repeatedly to the police officer. It turns out that Collins had shot someone just 30 minutes prior. He was detained on charges of attempted murder, kidnapping, unlawful possession of a weapon, illegal possession of firearms and ammunition, and possession of a weapon during a violent crime. Just a week after Lori Vallow was convicted in Idaho of first-degree murder in the deaths of her 16-year-old daughter and 7-year-old son, the Idaho mom has also been charged with conspiracy to commit another murder. Arizona prosecutors are alleging that Lori and her late brother Alexander planned to kill Brandon Bordeaux, the ex-husband of their niece, in October of 2019. This will be Lori's second ongoing murder case in Arizona, as she is facing another trial that alleges she conspired with her brother to kill her fourth husband, Charles Vallow, who was shot and killed by Alex in July of 2019. Nearly two weeks after the Titan went missing at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean, damaged debris from the sub have been brought to land. Officials confirmed that the debris was from an external part of the submersible which had gone missing on June nineteenth during an expedition to the wreckage of the doomed 1912 Titanic. The Coast Guard further stated that the salvaged pieces of the sub were consistent with the catastrophic loss of the pressure chamber. And finally, Ted Kaczynski, known as the Unabomber, who carried out a 17-year bombing campaign that killed three people and injured 23, has died by suicide. Ted, who was 81 and suffering from late stage cancer, was found unresponsive in his cell at the Federal Medical Center in Butner, North Carolina. Emergency responders performed CPR and revived him before he was transported to the hospital, where he was pronounced dead later that day. His death comes as the Federal Bureau of Prisons has faced increased scrutiny in the last several years following the deaths of wealthy financer Jeffrey Epstein, who also died by suicide in federal jail in 2019. And that concludes tonight's episode of True Crime News Corner for May and June. Have a wonderful evening. I hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. Be sure to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.